0: Hello and welcome back to Predator Minute, the podcast where we watch one minute of Predator at a time and discuss it ad nauseum, and that is a good intro. Uh, My name is Cliff from PredatorMinute.com. And I'm Aaron, also from PredatorMinute.com. And we are here in the third minute. Uh, This minute starts with the helicopter landing on a beach, full military protocol, and it ends with some boots on some steps.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: In between, uh, we get to see, uh, I don't believe we've seen his rank yet, as his hat appeared, but definitely a gentleman of some age that seems to be in charge of this ragtag military unit uh, <laughs>
1: ragtag elite ragtag <laughs> elite ragtag.
0: <laughs> they're uh, misfits uh, and we see him look back through a smoky room again full military protocol a gentleman with a shirt and tie drinking all manner of alcoholic beverages
1: yes yes and that person being carl weathers now what gets me about this scene okay we see we see the helicopter land everyone's disembarking now he's watching this 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 uh, head honcho and military fatigues, mm-hmm. uh, the guy in charge presumably. He's watching this, and he seems a little perturbed in this scene as he uh, draws down the bamboo <laughs> curtain. I think I had those actually
0: at one point. Yeah, just roll down bamboo blinds. Yeah,
1: you know they just usually end up getting moldy, and you throw them away. Yeah.
0: <laughs> especially, especially in that climate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So you know, I mean.
1: He draws these down, and he seems a little bit upset. He, he knows something is wrong, but we don't know what's wrong. Uh, but he looks over to Carl Weathers' character, uh, who, yes, he is sitting there drinking a whole bunch of— Yeah,
0: I could see some beer bottles there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a, some indiscriminate brown liquid. Yeah, probably scotch. I mean, yeah. if,
1: if, if you're burdened, you know, if, yeah. if, if things are weighing heavy on you, scotch is a good choice for that.
0: You know, yeah, they, there's enough yeah. smoke there that we can assume that he's been smoking. Probably. Definitely. Probably. That seems like, you know, a room stained in nicotine. Yeah. I, <laughs> and then and that cuts to a scene of a helicopter just dumping governors all over the place. <laughs> That's right.
1: You see these guys just getting out now we we see Jesse the body at the mm-hmm. time, Venter, later Jesse the mind. Uh, <laughs> And we see him exiting the helicopter with some uh, sunglasses and an MTV shirt. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very cool looking at at this point in his life.
0: We've seen him on TV as a wrestler, but this is his first film? This was prior to running This was his first film, yes.
1: Yes. Mm So uh, I I, I imagine he must have been pretty giddy. And he does look pretty giddy in this scene uh, Mm -hmm. as he's exiting the helicopter. Uh, so a- after everyone disembarks, oh, of course we also see the character uh, Mac.
0: We see Mac.
1: Yes, and Mac is exiting wearing a suit, which makes me think, what is Mac doing in his, you know, real life profession? I, are they always a a uh, elite uh, ragtag squad of of uh, you know, commandos, or do they have regular jobs back home? And is Mac some sort of uh, investment broker or, you know, bank manager or, you know, why is he wearing this nice suit? I I wonder, especially on a a Huey. Um, And so, you know, that lead, I don't think this question is ever actually answered.
0: Oh, it is answered. Uh, It's answered in the prequel to this movie, a lot of people don't know this, but the movie Commando is actually, it's all part of the Schwarzenegger-verse. Ah! You see, they're actually all one big, long story.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and uh, so this is my theory, anyway. Yes. Uh, so that no one gets really angry and writes us email saying this isn't true, but it is. <laughs> that after sure. Schwarzenegger rescued his daughter, uh, yes. you know, obviously had to change his name. Matrix is just way too uh, uncommon of a name. He went back and he was very impressed by uh, Mac during this fight. Well, by Bill Duke. Duke is, by Bill yeah, Duke, yeah. yes. By yeah. the actual man, Bill Duke. Yeah. Uh, and went back and realized, you know, the, all he did was, you know, put a spike through his chest. That's not going to kill someone like Bill Duke. No. Uh, spoiler alert, no. that's exactly what kills him later on. Uh, <laughs> then, uh,
1: <laughs> Multiple. <but laughs> yeah, okay, exactly.
0: Uh, he. Actually, no,
1: that isn't what kills him later on, as we will see. It's a broken see. heart, I think. No, it's 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 just. I think he loses his mind. <laughs>
0: oh, <yes.
1: laughs> All over. He should have the borrowed Jesse
0: now. the bodies. Yes. Maybe that's what he was collecting brains. Anyway, so I, my <laughs> theory is that Schwarzen went back, saw that you know he was a tough guy, and said, "Hey, I'm actually you know in this military unit as so he was in Commando. Yeah. And I'm going to do some jobs. And he was wearing that suit, I think, in Commando. Ah, okay. Um. Okay. So Bill Duke is. This was actually brought to my attention. Uh, by a friend of mine when we were watching it that that is that he's super famous and i was like is he because i only knew him from this and commando and you know action jackson but mm-hmm. he has also just directed a ton uh he's done like a, a ton of humanitarian work I won't go through all of it wow. uh and he's just a giant figurehead uh in the african-american community he's a philanthropist he's you know, I uh, bet in things like Battlestar Galactica and Lost. And That's
1: right. He was a uh-huh. crime boss in Battlestar Galactica, head of the black market. I remember that. Okay. And
0: uh, he went to uh, BU uh, for his BA, uh, same town I went to school for, uh, oh, or school in. So, okay. you know. That's right. We're, we're, we kind of got that going, Force Me and Bill Duke. He never hangs out with me, but... Any, anymore. Uh, so.
1: And actually, wasn't he one of the shorter members on the team at six foot four? Right.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, uh, just a you know, imposing man. Uh, fits well into this group, uh, except for in his clothing wear. But actually, all of them are kind of. There was no agreement on what they were going to wear.
1: No, it's just really just a, a cacophony of uh, fashion right. you know, coming out of this helicopter. Ending with. Schwarzenegger he's he's he lays back you know mm-hmm. you can clearly tell that he feels that he is in charge right and so he lays back in the helicopter relaxes for a second and allows himself to light up a cigar mm-hmm. and i was wondering you know I, I i was wondering why didn't he light this cigar up in the helicopter but you know what that probably would have filled the helicopter with smoke mm. and giving the rest of his team respiratory issues uh, and I don't think he wanted it. So he's he's very thoughtful as a leader of this uh, commando group. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we, we see – after we see this the silhouette of governors or whatever pouring out of this helicopter, we see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, – or Dutch's uh, – duffel bag thrown mm-hmm. out of the helicopter. I mean, you can tell there is some muscle behind this. this. Schwarzenegger probably should have done the shot put and the Olympics, because this thing goes really far.
0: Yeah. Um, And and it's got some weight from its landing. Although, again, I'm really confused here about what sort of military training these people have had. I got to think that there are things in that bag, if you're a military man, that probably shouldn't be thrown. I doubt it's just a big bag of clothes. There's probably hmm. some weaponry, some ammunition, because he's not carrying it on mm -hmm. him, so that's got to be in there, right? Yeah, you would think. be tossing that around.
1: Yeah, I mean— Whoa, yeah. I mean, I wonder how many takes they had to make, and if any of those takes involved him throwing that bag out and then that bag hitting somebody in the back.
0: It might be why there's so many first-time actors in this film, is that this is the sixth take, and they went through all the famous people, and they're like, you know what, (laughs) bring in the lady from Mexico. Too many
1: spine injuries.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or, or his munitions. Goddamn spine. (laughs) Or his munitions were going off, you know. And they say, all right, let's not actually fill live grenades anymore. And let's get in that pro wrestler this time. He can take it. Uh, We also, the greatest outfit's got to be, goes to Richard Chavez, Poncho. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's got just an amazing, you know, tight jeans with this wide belt. Yeah, Uh, sort of,
1: it looks like there's some sort of snake skin (laughs) type thing on it. I mean, real.
0: My sister says it's fabric, and that was the fashion at the time. She said that Poncho is the best dressed among them.
1: Yeah, I mean, he really is. He looks.
0: And that she wants to kiss him.
1: Looks quite nice, yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, he's got what i thought originally was a polo but thanks to the uh by minute uh ability to really examine i see it's a button down that he's got buttoned down to about the last two buttons only are holding it together i mean it's
1: right And, and that is to display his incredible physique that he probably worked for months to acquire before shooting the film
0: yeah uh, and, you know, as you mentioned, we see the cigar. I think you called it a time like a parade of vices that we've now seen. in just in this one minute, yes. alcohol, beer, tobacco. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think anyone's doing lines off the helicopter blades yet. But Not yet. And I ago. have a
1: feeling since this is taking place in Mexico, there will be some magic <laughs> mushrooms and ayahuasca involved.
0: Yeah, that might explain all the things they saw. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody died in the making of this yeah, film. Everyone they. just got lost. <laughs> yeah. They
0: just all oh, stick to the story. <laughs> Uh, we also see a couple big names in this minute. Uh, Jackie Birch, who is the casting director. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and I don't want to make it sound like I'm casting aspersions on these choices because, yeah, there's a lot of first-timers in here, but they, they pull it off brilliantly. Yes. I mean, and there is some just great uh, performance from people who really had no business doing this well with their acting in you know what amounts to just an action film.
1: Oh, and let's not forget uh, the person that composed the music for this Mm -hmm. film. His name comes out, Alan Silvestri. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Silvestri, yeah. yeah. Um, And this guy actually has a lot of modern credits going on for him right now. Uh, Yeah, yesterday
0: I was at a a theme, uh, what is it, Universal Studios, and Mm -hmm. there's John Williams music playing everywhere, right? Uh, And my friend was saying, you know, once John Williams goes, who's going to be doing the music for all these films? And I was like, you know, I don't know. There's not like there's some budding young composer, superstar out there, but it turns out there is. And I learned about it today, Alan Silvestri.
1: Well, he's not so young. I mean, he's 68 right now.
0: <laughs> What's John Wayne? Ninety-four. Okay. One hundred ninety-four.
1: He's a young whippersnapper. Yeah, comparatively. But just to throw in, you know, some of the things that he's he's worked on, Back to the Future is probably the iconic trilogy. music. Yes, exactly, and it's it's really interesting because very different style of music. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I guess the sound for the Predator sound, or the, yeah, the, the 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 score for the Predator soundtrack is very unique. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure what instrument that is. It's going on, but it's like it's something. It goes something. <pancake critic> <followed> it's our
0: it's our theme music. Ah, so. <laughs> you know something <laughs> like that. The one you hear at the beginning of each of our shows. Yeah, right.
1: yeah, yeah. And then of course there's the drums that he's constantly doing mm-hmm. throughout the. Three- two- I <airs> think there's
0: <something>. a vuvuzela <laughs> in there. Yeah. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> or maybe.
1: <laughs> I didn't hear a guica. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, some of the modern things that uh, contemporary things that uh, Silvestri has done. Includes uh, uh, he did the first Avenger, the Avengers, and Avenger fi- Infinity War, uh, also Captain America, uh, Forrest Gump. That's way off from uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know his, his, some of his other work, um, and you know he's he's done a few other things uh, like The Mummy, uh, The Abyss, uh, Lilo and Stitch, Night at the Museum, etc. So he's got a a lot of uh, credits uh, to his name. So uh, it's yeah. a very unique score. Uh, and I think if anyone hears it, they're gonna know. If they've seen yeah. Predator just once, they're gonna know. Oh, that's the Predator score. It's yeah. very unique. Very yeah,
0: unique. and I didn't. I had always thought John Williams had done Back to the Future until you mentioned that. But yeah, as so, I don't have any musical training. Uh, my co-host has all of that. <laughs> uh, but I would probably describe his style versus John Williams is his is a little on the a uh, popular side. Uh, you really hear full symphonies with John Williams. You know, it's very yeah. symphonic. It's almost like operatic. It's really resounding his stuff almost seems to fit the it's more driven by the theme of the movie i think like i think of the back to the future stuff as being a little lighter and softer and then this is a little grittier to fit this um whereas i think john williams almost the movie has to meet his music because it's so I mean, I know that's yes, not how it's done, I, but... i
1: would, I would probably agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because there's, there's definitely a wider palette that Silvestri's using compared to John Williams. Right. I, and I might be wrong because I might not know all of John Williams' work, but uh, he is more of a traditional composer versus Silvestri.
0: Yeah, mostly strings, if I remember mm-hmm. anything from what I've heard.
1: Full, full-on orchestra mm-hmm. uh, for uh, uh, Williams, yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd say Alan Silvestri probably makes more use of you know modern techniques, technology, mm-hmm. things like that. Other
1: instruments. Although
0: uh, yeah. I will say I can't remember anything from the Avengers standing out music wise. No offense, Alan Silvestri, if you're listening, but come on, step, <laughs> step it up, buddy. You're the new John Williams. You got to do better.
1: <laughs> so that's, a, that's a nice compliment to pay him. Yeah, I would say.
0: <laughs> if you if you are, and I think you are, I'm tapping you to come up.
1: you are tapping (laughs) Uh, I'll actually have to look Uh,
0: uh, when you're hearing this I don't believe the new Predator movie will have come out yet Uh, but it will be out later this year and I haven't looked to see who's doing the music for it Uh, personally I never try to learn anything about a movie that I know I'm going to see I'm uh, notorious among my Mm -hmm. groups uh, my group of friends for I won't watch trailers I won't read anything on the internet I'll plug my ears and run away making a la 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 sound if they even mention the name of a film yeah, so that's that's absolutely true. And so very, I, very I would love upset. to look it up and see if who's doing the music uh, for the new Predator film, but I, I will not do it.
1: I'm gonna guess it's Alan Silvestri. See, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna guess, but that's just a guess, Cliff. I'm not I'm not giving you any
0: spoilers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, good, because I'm really hoping that they, you know, since they brought in Shane Black to direct, yeah, I just sorry I didn't know that much. Uh, that maybe they're gonna keep picking cast members to do you know major roles now so maybe Schwarzenegger will do the music I mean what what can you not do
1: ah I, or Schwarzenegger's probably gonna at least have an executive producer credit on there I would imagine or you know maybe maybe this next predator movie will require a political figure like maybe Schwarzenegger will be the uh, uh, what, what who who is it that's lost it's some sort of dignitaries or something
0: uh, yeah uh, Cabinet Ministers. Cabinet
1: Ministers, that's right. So maybe Schwarzenegger will be the Cabinet Minister or Cabinet Ministers in this next movie. I don't know.
0: That yeah. <laughs> Going to rescue Schwarzenegger seems like a really unnecessary job. Yeah, probably you're right. You know? But I think for the music in the next one, they should have the Predator itself do it. Uh, the person who does the voice uh, <laughs> through that modulator—what's uh, oh, his name? Oh, oh, it Peter Aaron
1: Cullen or something? Peter or, Cushing? Uh, no, not Peter <laughs> Cushing. That would actually be the uh,
0: hologram of Peter Cushing. Is have, doing the Peter
1: Colin, yes. Peter Colin,
0: who was also was Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime, and they yeah. had the whole thing be a cappella – Fifty songs as sung by the Predator.
1: Oh, ah, Predator the musical.
0: Predator <laughs> the musical. Uh, like by the way, that's trademarked by us now. No <laughs> one can use that. And if you do use it, we get ninety-nine percent of the credits. Yes. Post. <laughs> I think uh, I think we're going
1: to inhibit the production of this now. <laughs> yeah. we taking ninety-nine.
0: Uh, I'm also going to go ahead. By saying these things, you I'll get automatic 20. copyright on them. <laughs> Add that up. Yeah. Uh, so we're also going to do Predator the Ballet, Predator yes. the Opera.
1: Yes, yes. Pre- predator of the Opera.
0: Predator of the Opera. <laughs> is
1: the Predator of the Opera is good.
0: Predator versus Phantom. Isn't that a good one?
1: <laughs> yes, because the Phantom of the Opera was a Turkish assassin. And what better person to put up against the Predator?
0: Oh, you know how they do Turkish versions of famous films? I don't know if you know this, but, like, Turkey loves to make their own versions of Superman and Spider-Man oh, and Star cool. Wars. Okay. But they, they don't dub it. They literally reshoot it. Ah. They're just, like, you know, no fucks given sort of film industry, I guess. Right. Uh, and anyway, I wonder if they must have done a Predator, and I can't wait to see it now and see how bad the – or how awesome the special effects are. <laughs> Uh, but I'm we are we are now <laughs> getting uh towards the end of uh the sort of credits and early visual exposition and starting to get into uh we're about to get into our first bit of dialogue a so we're starting scene. yeah a real scene <laughs> we'll be starting uh tomorrow so that's definitely one you want to tune in for <laughs> uh see, I, i'm good at teasing people to come back so they might have gotten this far and be like, you know uh Nothing's happening in this film. It's not going anywhere, but trust me, this yeah. film gets better. If you're seeing this for the first time by the minute, and I highly recommend it doing it that way, uh, you're going to be really excited for tomorrow's minute.
1: Yes, yes. We're going to have an actual. See, I can't wait. I really can't <laughs> wait. All right.
0: All right. Well, we'll uh, wrap it up then, and we'll see all of you tomorrow, or at least speak at all of you tomorrow on Predator Minute.
1: Until then. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.